One Headlight by The Wallflowers off their album Bringing Down the Horse, 1996. Now, The Wallflowers were headed by Jacob Dylan, who was Bob Dylan's son, which is pretty neat. Looks like music runs in the family. Welcome, 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 welcome to the KIS podcast. Today is Tuesday, July 16th. 2019. We're recording this podcast late. It is 10.14 p.m. And there's a reason for that. Just before my friend Greg and I went to go attempt to shoot what is a lunar eclipse here in New York City. The problem is we got there too late. I had no idea lunar eclipse was actually going on. As we were driving, we noticed this gorgeous orange glowing moon by the horizon. And of course, as things usually happen, we got there too late. We still attempted to get some shots. I don't know really what I got. It might be nice. It might not. Of course, when it's that far away, once it rises past the horizon, it loses that orange glow and it gets smaller and smaller. So I did bring a 70 to 200 millimeter lens on the Canon 5D Mark IV, which is usually what I shoot with. But it also took me about 20 minutes to actually figure out how to shoot it because when you don't use it, you lose it. And I hadn't done photography in quite a while, so I was messing with the shutter speed and we ended up figuring it out, but I'll post some stuff on Facebook to see what we get. I'll post it on the KISS Instagram and the KISS Facebook. If it looks decent, if it's terrible, you'll know it's terrible because you won't see anything. But if it's good and I touched up a little bit and looks nice, you'll see it up there. And I'm going to try to go back tomorrow. It's supposed to rain. We'll see. We'll play it by ear. And fun fact, it's actually played by ear, the expression. Like you're playing it with a musical instrument, you're playing it by your ear, but I think it sounds stupid that way, so I say play it by ear. So don't correct me, I know it's wrong, but that's how I say it. Play it by ear. Yeah, well, so we'll see tomorrow. Hopefully it doesn't rain and we can get another orangish moon. But every single time I want to shoot this stuff, I always miss it. But we'll see what we get tonight. Welcome to the KAS Podcast. Today is episode 27. We're, we're fully fledged. We're two weeks into this almost. Daily Podcast. And I have to say... It's really nice. I know a lot of people don't watch them, but you know, to get comments and to hear the few that do and they're supportive, you know, that's that's what keeps it going. And I even if it's a small audience, it's still an audience and I'm I'm very thankful to have whoever is watching or listening to these because I set a goal out for myself, which is something I need to do. I need to have a goal set in order for me to accomplish something. But then it's also nice that people enjoy this as well because I'm not just doing it for myself. I like other people to listen. So the small audience that I have, you know, is nice to, to know you guys are there. So, you know, keep listening and I really appreciate it. As small as you guys are, you're a very dedicated team. Thank you so much. Got a lot I want to talk about today, as usual. We keep pushing stories over because I'm always going over the, you know, the allotted time slot. I don't want to make these longer than 20 minutes. I think 20 minutes is kind of enough for one person to be speaking. I recently updated my iPhone. And I was very resistant to updating my iPhone. I have an iPhone 6. It's an older phone. And I had a bad experience on my iPhone 4 updating to the newest firmware where it basically made my phone run like a dog. And I was very concerned if I updated my iPhone to a new firmware that's meant for larger or that's meant for more advanced phones like the iPhone 10, more more, um, recent phones that would actually slow my phone down. So I didn't update my phone since I had it, which is about four years which probably was not good. 
but I, I ended up having an issue where I couldn't get any apps anymore because the apps were not available with my old firmware. I couldn't get the E-Trade app. I couldn't get Venmo. I couldn't get a lot of stuff. Thank God Instagram and all that stuff still worked. But I finally had enough, and when I couldn't get E-Trade, I got really upset, so I ended up upgrading my phone. Actually, you know what? I couldn't get Spot Hero. And I got annoyed that I couldn't get Spot Hero because I was trying to find a parking spot in the city. And I couldn't download Spot Hero. So I downloaded the firmware. And to my surprise, my phone is not slowed down at all. And I'm annoyed I hadn't done this sooner because I sacrificed a lot for speed. And it ended up being for absolutely no reason. So that, that's what happened there. But because I uploaded my iPhone, I now have all these new features that are available with iOS 12. And one of them is do not disturb while driving. And when I upgraded the phone, updated the phone rather, I had it turned on automatically. It was it was turned on automatically, and what a phenomenal feature. We've all been guilty. Everybody has been guilty of texting and driving, looking at their phone while driving. I don't care who you are. At some point in your life, you've done that. And you know how dangerous it is to be distracted while driving. This feature is amazing. So what it does essentially for those that don't have iPhones, and I'm sure Samsung and Android has something similar to this, when it detects that you're driving, um, when there's movement on a GPS that's faster than normal walking speed, it automatically puts your phone on do not disturb, which means you won't hear any incoming text messages. I still get calls coming through my Mazda uh, system, the Bluetooth system, but I don't get text messages. And what it does is it have a program where if someone texts me, It'll send back an automatic reply letting them know that I am currently driving. I have the Do Not Disturb feature turned on. If you need to reach me immediately, you can call me. If not, I will text you back when I get to my destination. This is something that everybody should have turned on. Everybody should have this turned on. This should be like a universal law. I can't tell you how many times I see people when I'm driving looking at their phones, on the phone, texting while they're driving. Nothing is more dangerous. Nothing. I think there's been statistics out there that drunk driving is actually safer than being distracted by a cell phone. Because at least when you're drunk driving, looking at the road, <laughs> it's a little blurry, but you're looking. When you're distracted by a phone, you're not. Your eyes aren't on the road at all, so you're looking at nothing. So you have to have this turned on. And I don't think I've never heard of it before. I don't think anyone I know has it turned on, besides me. Turn it on. But the problem is now, I have this do not disturb for the car, but now my actual do not disturb doesn't work. And I have do not disturb on every night because I get CNN updates and I get people call me and I get spam phone calls and I get texts and all this crap. And now my do not disturb, my regular one that I always used to use doesn't work. So if I'm on do not disturb and someone calls me, it still goes through. So I trade off one thing for the other. That's how it is with Apple. Apple will fix one thing and then something else will mess up. I'm telling you, since Steve Jobs died, Tim Cook sucks. Since Steve Jobs died, the innovation has gone out the window, and these gimmicky sort of silliness has gone up. Like with new iPhone 10, the Emojicon, whatever they're called, the uh, the the God, what are they? What's it called? Anyway, the emojis that talk—it's stupid. That was a big selling point for the iPhone 10. Come on now. But yeah, now I have a problem with do not disturb. So that's been a real pain in the ass lately because I'm like forced to shut my phone off at night, and that's not something I want to do. In case of an emergency, but I can't deal with it. Somebody please fix it. Please help me. I'm dying.
the wedding. A woman's biggest day of her life. A celebration between two people. Well, it could be men too. A celebration between a man and a woman. A woman and a woman. A man and a man. But what happens when that day is ruined by a user of an iPhone? A wedding photographer shared a story and a picture recently. Hannah Stanley shared on Facebook, which shows this beautiful picture of a bride walking down the aisle with her father, being disrupted by an iPhone user sticking her arm out into the aisle and taking a picture of the bride. And Hannah is going on to explain this Facebook post to the girl with the iPhone. Not only did you ruin my shot, but you took this moment away from the groom, father of the bride, and the bride. What exactly did you plan on doing with this photo? And I could not be in more agreement. I can't stand when people take pictures at events where there's someone hired professionally to do it. Because the pictures you're taking are not for you. You're not going to be looking at them. You're not going to be looking at them every day and rem- reminiscing on memories. They're pictures. I don't even know what they are. I don't know why you put... Why, why, why are you taking a picture at someone else's wedding? Unless you're in it. I don't understand that. They are hiring people for $5,000 a night, $10,000 a night to take professional wedding photographs and you destroyed what is a beautiful photo on a shit iPhone selfishly. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. And it looks like people agree with her. You know, the cell phone thing, this is this is something I want to talk about. The cell phone thing is out of control. It's sad now when you go to a concert and everyone's recording the concert. For what reason? How how many times are you going to go back and rewatch really terrible concert footage that you took a min- for a minute of a song? Never. Never, ever, ever. Because when the speakers are that loud, it distorts the audio. It never sounds good. Camera shaky. Live in the moment. You know, you look at you look at '90s, '80s, anything live before cell phones, and everyone is jamming out. Everyone's in the moment. Now you go to concerts, and everyone's putting Snapchat filters on themselves, watching themselves dance. That's the best. When you go to a concert, and they're not even filming the act, they're actually filming themselves dancing to the music. That that if if that doesn't sum up what's wrong with my generation and the generation below me. I don't know what is dancing to the music at a live event with a Snapchat filter of a bunny on your head. That sums up who we are, who we are and what we're about. But when I saw this article and the picture looks beautiful, the picture would have looked stunning if it wasn't for this iPhone user's hand in the way. I mean, the disrespect to stick your arm out into the aisle when you know the wedding photographer is there to capture a shot of the bride and groom on a $500 camera. Meanwhile, the bride and groom has hired a photographer for $10,000 to take it on a professional camera. To disrupt that moment is one of the most selfish acts that you can perform because the picture is not for you and the picture is not for them. The picture serves no purpose on your phone. Unless you're the mom. But you're just like a random invited guest. Shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. And they should be called out for it too. We want names. We want names. This is an ambush culture. Give us the names of these people. We'll go after them. Terrible. 
password sharing could be a good thing for Netflix and Hulu. Now, if you're not using someone else's password on Netflix or Hulu, you're doing it wrong. It's very straightforward. You're doing it wrong, bro. Some 14% of Netflix users are using a password from someone else's household, while 11% of Hulu users are doing so as well. Compare that to just 6% of Amazon Prime users using a stolen password. But yet, nearly 40% of Netflix and Hulu users watch those services daily, compared with just 22% of Amazon Prime users. So there's two things we have to digest here, two things we have to get into. The number of stolen password percentages makes sense. Netflix and Hulu are just video streaming services. That's all they do. I don't care if someone knows I watched the Ted Bundy files 15 times in a row. That doesn't bother me. But Amazon Prime Video is part of Amazon Prime. And most people have Amazon Prime, including yours truly, for the one or two day shipping. I could care less about what movies they have on Amazon Prime. It's irrelevant to me. I don't want to share my password out with people because number one, I don't want them ordering stuff off my credit card. And I also don't want them knowing what I'm ordering. That's between me and Jeff. Me and Jeff Bezos. That's the only people who should know what I'm ordering. So I'm keeping that private. So that makes sense that it's higher on Netflix and Hulu than it is on Amazon Prime. Now the second thing, Netflix and Hulu are streaming at a higher rate daily than Amazon Prime. It's simple. Amazon Prime video sucks. Sorry guys, it does. There's not a lot of Netflix, there's not a lot of Amazon Prime exclusive shows that are done by those networks. Netflix and Hulu have much better self-created shows. Netflix has Peaky Blinders, Stranger Things, it had Narcos. What else do they have? They have other stuff. I don't watch it, but I know they have it and people like it. Hulu has some other crap too, but Amazon Prime doesn't have a lot of self-driven content. The only thing on Amazon Prime I think is worth it is Mr. Robot. If you have not watched Mr. Robot, you need to. What a phenomenal show. Rami Malek is in it. Rami Malek is the one who won the Oscar for Best Act for playing Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. You have to watch that show. Three, three seasons. But this makes sense. There's, this is not even news. I mean, they're, basically what they're saying is that Netflix and Hulu should be proud of that statistic the password stealing because it means more people are watching their shows which you know what it is right makes sense if more people are watching your network it means you're more successful I guess Scarlett Johansson is in hot water I love this this is hilarious Scarlett Johansson defends her desire to play any person any race or get ready any tree she wants Scarlett Johansson's in a bit of hot water recently for a quote she had in an interview where she claimed she can play anybody, any tree, any person she wants because Scarlett Johansson has a history of playing, I guess you can say, marginalized people. She played a Japanese woman in 2017's Ghost in a Shell. She also accepted a role as a transgender man. Why would you say any tree? Why would you, you know, as an actor, I should be allowed to play any person or any tree or any animal because that is my job and the requirements of my job. Now, the Japanese woman thing is sort of strange, but I don't think that's her fault. I think if she's cast as a Japanese woman, it's more a reflection of the industry. I mean, in most instances, if a Japanese woman is the character, it should more than likely be played by a Japanese woman. Don't we think, guys? But listen, I guess I want to cast Scarlett Johansson because she's probably the highest paid actor in Hollywood and would bring people to the movie. 
But that's more of a reflection on the movie industry. It's also a reflection on her for accepting it. But on the movie industry, that's the problem. And when you reach this level of fame, you know, you're going to get criticized for everything. But don't say any tree. My God. Clearly, important to her, she's a problem with political correctness. Well, we already addressed that yesterday. But why would you accept the role as a Japanese person? You knew that was going to be a problem. Well, guess people were in it for the money. Hmm, <laughs> makes sense. Listen, guys, it's late. It is now past 1030. We're going to end it here. This might be a little bit of a shorter episode, but you know what? It's late. I'm tired. I had a busy day today. We have a busy day tomorrow, but we'll be back in full tomorrow for episode 28 of the podcast. I'm really looking forward to finishing this out and continuing, I should say. Finishing out and continuing because this is something that I think is really attainable. And we're going to come back at you more. We have a new segment tomorrow, which I'm going to not even tease. I, you know, it's a daily thing, so I can't even tease it. I ain't going to tease it. I ain't going to tease it. We'll be back tomorrow. Lots of love, guys. Lots of respect. Peace. Later.